0: On today's episode of the Network for Women in Business podcast, you're going to hear from Tashawn Blackshear, who's going to tell you how she's successfully running her paparazzi jewelry business. And then later, we catch up with her so that she can let you know how she's faring during this COVID-19 environment. So you might want to grab a pen and some paper because you're going to want to take lots of notes. So get ready to learn right now. Sean, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do?
1: Well, um, so I'm a mother of three boys, um, and I'm also the owner of Tasha's Boutique of Treasures, which is an LLC. Um, I'm an independent consultant for paparazzi accessories,
0: so tell me why did you decide to choose paparazzi? Because, you know, I've ran into a lot of paparazzi reps here lately. And I'm curious, you know, why did you decide to choose that company for your home based business?
1: Um, okay, so my history with it is that I'm allergic to costume jewelry. Mm. No, How the pieces look, but you know, I would put on earrings, and I can only wear it for like a couple hours. Like I would start to feel it burning, and knew that it had to come out before I start having a reaction. Um, I put on a necklace, and even now, um, my last bad reaction to it, it actually um caused my neck to be completely raw. So when the skin grew back, my the coloring is different now. So when I my sister was selling paparazzi, Mm. and um, I saw a charm necklace. And I always wanted a charm necklace that, you know, I, that wasn't edible <laughs> because as kids, that's what we did—the charm necklace that you could eat. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Oh, I like that piece," and I didn't have a reaction to it, you know. So I said, "Okay, I got a couple of more things from her." I actually even bought my son when he was graduating elementary school um, um, a necklace and a bracelet from their men's line, and I was looking for an additional source of income. And I was like, you know, I prayed on it. Like, which route should I go? And I wasn't sure about it. But every time I thought about it, it's, you know, paparazzi kept saying, just give it a try. Give it a try. So one day I just asked. And then, you know, you know, I signed up. As soon as I asked, I signed up. I think it was the next day, Mm -hmm. um, and it's just been a whirlwind since then, because when I got in, it's not the first time that I've owned a business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was so used to, you know, do it yourself, figure it out and trial and error. You may lose money. So it was a risk. Um, but that's not what I got when I walked in. Like my team is fabulous. Um, I didn't expect the welcoming. I didn't expect the support. I didn't expect um People coming from different walks of life, just pouring their knowledge into each other and then also supporting each other, you know, showing up, up at each other's events or giving them tips and tools in order how to run your business better. Um, so that's pretty much how
0: I got here. That's I was looking awesome. for an additional stream of income. But well, that's awesome because one of the things you stated was that you are allergic to costume jewelry and you actually didn't have a reaction with the paparazzi jewelry. So, for those people that are out there that have those types of reactions, then, you know, paparazzi, you know, it seems like it's a viable option, would you say? Yes, it is definitely. And it doesn't help that it's affordable also. Right' that was
1: another issue, like going into, I, I grew up in, in, in New York in Queens. So going just on to Jamaica Avenue and any one of the, the accessory stores, the jewelry is like three, four times the price. So I wow. could get like four pieces for the same price that I would go shop in a regular store.
0: hmm Wow. Awesome. 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 Now, you you have a traditional business as well. You have an LLC and you have your home based business now what decide what made you decide to go into a home based business versus a more traditional business? Well, I
1: have what I think I would consider a more traditional business already mm. and when I started that that business um my why was different mm.
0: you know
1: um so I moved out of New York, my comfort zone that I had been in my whole entire life and moved to Pennsylvania for like personal reasons. Mm -hmm. And my middle son is special needs. Mm -hmm. So I needed to be able to get back and forth to him without any real restrictions. Cause you know, you call in from your job, you lose your job. I'm too much if you do it too much. So, um, I had, I started a business when I was out in Pennsylvania and I consider that to be more traditional. Mm -hmm. It's a, um. A franchise and um when i moved to jersey i just transferred that business over but that business really was not for me it was more so to make sure that the household was taken care of you know because it's just me and these three boys right um so as they get older you know of course you need more money they're talking about going to college now we're talking about elementary school and middle school so i'm like you got to get your money together so i wanted to do something I didn't want to go to a regular nine to five, but I wanted something that was for me. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I wanted
1: something that was for me, something that would not take me away from the home too much if I didn't want it to, but also at the same time, that's something that I could see my boys doing. And so that's why I say for me, I mean, everybody is different. I prayed on it and I prayed for a while before, I, you know, it's like now that I'm here, I wish I had started sooner. But I prayed on it for a while that, you know, the right decision would come. Like, should I get the nine to five or should I just go ahead and do this second business? So I just decided to do the second business. And it just turned into the answer to everything because my kids do it with me. And it's not by force. Like, they don't have to do anything that they don't want to do. The younger ones, you know, they're not of like working age or whatever. But the business actually allows them to take part Mm -hmm. in it. So my little one goes to school and, you know, he sells to his friends there. He goes out with his older brother when he hits the streets and they, they do it there also. But I just believe for me, it allowed me the flexibility to be able to still be a full-time mom to my mm-hmm. kids and to provide for them also. And then it's also something that I can pass down to them. So, so they, you know, once they become adults and they decide, I don't want to work in corporate America or I don't want to get a job. I'm gonna run the family business. Or they can decide that that's what they wanna do. It's up to them, they, basically they have options.
0: Right, that's one of the things that I love about having a home-based business is the fact that you do have options. And I think that it's perfect for you know a mom, especially if you wanna have more time with your children and things like that. I mean, you gave like all of the reasons why People should really give a home based business a real serious look because I find, and I don't know if you've run across this, but I found when I was really heavy into network marketing that a lot of people didn't really look at home based businesses as a business. But what are right. your thoughts on that? Um, I, I think that even still now is it's still an issue. Um,
1: you know, just to add another point to what I was saying before from from the first business, I now found out about tax breaks that you get from running a home-based business. Um, and so expenses like having a nine to five, me filing for my tax return, um, there are certain expenses that could never be included into my tax return. But because I run majority of my business at home, majority of my expenses that I use at home for my my personal office can now be included into my taxes down to you know for this particular business um I'm in the public eye a lot more than what I was before I go mm-hmm. live twice a week I take a bunch of pictures with me in the jury with the mm-hmm. kids doing different things and so it's like you're a spokesperson or uh you're branding your own business you're like a billboard for your own business so if I have to go you know and and get a shirt that has my business name on it or something tied to my business you know it's now all a part of business if I go and take a trip to let's say Florida because somebody wants me to do a home show that's now a business expense so it just allowed me to breathe a little bit easier but as far as people taking businesses um um like you know treating it like a business it's like it almost becomes like a hobby like they think of it like you know The person who has the 9 to 5, and this is not everybody, but a lot of people that I've come in contact with, they have a 9 to 5, and they will, you know, put all their blood, sweat, and tears into that job and, you know, lack of sleep and everything, do overtime, and then they'll give their business what's left over. Right. And that business, that nine to five that you're going to is not yours. And to be perfectly honest, depending upon the state that you're in, um, mine is, you know, at will employment, meaning you can leave at any time or your employer can fire you at any time. So, you know, that job will be posted the day after you leave. That's right. So after all of that work, after all of those years, or people who get laid off from their job, like you get, you, you may get a little severance package, but that only lasts for how long? And so you have to figure out what's your next thing. So with this, you know, it's like, it's mine. You treat it, if you're, if you have that mentality of it's a side thing, then you just need to switch your focus or, you know, just shift your mindset and treat it like it's a job. Give it as much time, I should say. I, I should say.
0: Right. And treat treat your business like a business. I know that when I was working my home based business, you know, my days were like they, they seemed like they were super long. And, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes when you work a home based business, you uh have a hard time, you know, delineating what what are your office hours and what are mm-hmm. your family hours. Mm-hmm. So what does a typical day look like for you when you're working your business?
1: Um So I, I do still have that issue, but that's something that I put onto myself because I actually love what, what I'm like, I love what I'm doing. I didn't notice how, um, what's the word I'm looking for secluded. I was just from the public until Mm -hmm. I got into this. Mm -hmm. So the fact that my, my phone, like I could just look at my call list today and I probably got as many calls today as I've gotten in a whole entire week, you know, prior to. So I was not interacting with people like that. It was just literally the house or whatever. So for me, I have goals. Mm-hmm. And when I started this business, why I started, you know, and now I've just added onto it what my what my why is. So um I know that in order to get to where I need to go to or where I want to go to, uh, I have to put in the hard work. So for me, if that means putting in extra time, if I get an idea, you know, I could be laying down, relaxing or whatever. And I get an idea that's something business related, heavy up and go put it down on the paper because I'm going to forget it. So my hours, they vary like they, they I don't have any set hours because if somebody calls me with a large order, I'm getting up. I am getting. I know that's right. Listen, I'll be excited. Like in this house, the kids, you know, they it's crazy because the packages come in, and I and it's like Christmas for me. So still Mm -hmm. now, after all of this time, I'm yelling like my package is here, my package is here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited to open it up, and so. You know, I want other people to actually feel that same excitement when they get their pieces and say, oh my gosh, this looks a whole lot better than the picture. So when somebody comes to me and they say that they like a piece or they want a piece or they want me to style them, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it.
0: That's awesome. And I, you know, I know, I listen, I love paparazzi, okay? I love paparazzi jewelry. I can actually have... A whole jewelry showcase if I could (laughs) of paparazzi jewelry because it is actually one of my favorites. Every time I go to an event and if there's a paparazzi vendor, I would always buy jewelry from the paparazzi vendor, you know, and one of my girlfriends, she sells it. So she would get mad at me, you know, she's like, okay, I'll allow you to get one thing. But every time I go, I would always buy something because I mean, I really and truly love it that much. And I mean, and I know that You know, you really have to love what you do to really, you know, kind of give it your all and to be motivated to, you know, just like, you know, sometimes when people are working all day, the last thing they want to do when they come home is do more work. So Mm -hmm. oftentimes when you are working a home-based business and you're working a full-time job, It, you know, it can be tough. So what type of advice would you give someone that's actually working a full-time job, but they have their side hustle and they're trying to transition from side hustle to full-time? What piece of advice would you give them? I would
1: say um, for your regular nine to five, put in the amount of hours that is required for you to have that job and everything else that you have to give, put into your business because Mm -hmm. at some point you're going to have to let that let you know if you really want to transition to your business being your full-time thing you're gonna have to let go of your nine to five so there's sacrifices Mm -hmm. there's sacrifices that you have to 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 make like you know for me it was you know look at all of my expenses what is it that i actually really need and what is it that we can actually do without you know being a hundred percent transparent my kids and I don't really watch TV like that. When we had the TV, they were always watching internet shows. So the cable could go. Um, I don't really, like now, I don't really have the time to to read as many books as I would like to. So I had a Kindle subscription.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I listen to a lot of audiobooks because I'm on the go a lot. Mm-hmm. So the Kindle subscription had to go. Um so it was just about making sacrifices in order to compensate in some type of way for the possible loss of income, but push it, putting more energy into the business. And then, you know, it had to be meaningful. So like if I'm going to, you know, dedicate an extra, let's say two, three hours a day on top of the hours that I was already giving to my, my, my um, personal business mm-hmm. or my home-based business, then make it count. Right. You know, don't let it be just a whole bunch of, you know, you're all over the place. So literally I'm really big on writing everything down and keeping notes to things and doing a to-do list. Um, The phone has made it so much easier because I can just pull up colored notes and put a to-do list for the day and just check off based on priority what it is that I needed to do. So if I'm trying to sell jewelry, then you know, put some jewelry out there on Facebook and go out to the, you know, in the street, like after work, you know, go out to st- in the street after work and go around to the different salons and um, um, barbershops and the different stores and let them know that you're in the area or go someplace different, you know, and and just let people know that you're here, give them your information, let them see your product or whatever. So it's just about, you know, give your job, the amount of time that you need to give your job in order to keep it. But put more time and energy into your business. Now, if you can't do that, as far as like, you know, you, you need to do overtime, then as much time as you give your regular job, give your business that same amount of time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's, that's for me, because it's like, you know, you're taking it seriously, you know, you really want to transition into it. So you're going to sacrifice, like sleep was a thing for me in the beginning. I did mm-hmm. sacrifice sleep. Because I have, I have real life goals. Like I cannot tell my kids, no, you can't go to that college because mommy can't afford it. And I cannot tell my kids, no, because they are, they're excellent. Like I was blessed enough to have kids who take school seriously at the age that they are. So even like sometimes when they have a little hiccup along the way, I have to tell them like, listen, you know, you want to get into that school, you want to do this, you want to do that. Well, then you're going to have to get good grades. My my middle son, whose special needs, is on the honor roll.
0: Wow. Like, that's
1: amazing. Like, if you know where I came from with him, like he wasn't talking at all
0: to mm-hmm.
1: so where he's at now, you know. I need to be able to do what I, if I'm requiring my kids to do what they're supposed to do, then I need to do what I'm supposed to do also. So sacrifice and sleep was nothing.
0: I know that's right. I know that's right. They said that you can eat when you're old and sleep when you're dead. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I don't come from a
1: wealthy family. So right. I, 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 am of, uh, uh, I truly believe that because I don't come from a wealthy family, that I can actually create that generational wealth. Like it can start with me.
0: Yes, that's awesome. And yes, it can start with you. So what's your vision for, for this year? You said you have goals. What's your, What are some of your goals for 2020? What are you looking oh to my accomplish? Gosh. There's a lot that I'm looking to accomplish, but they kind of all tie into
1: each other. So, you know, like business related, um, you know, being a part of your group actually helped a lot. So I kind of like expanded, you know, Win a little bit bigger because it's better to try to go for a larger goal than it is for a smaller one. So of course I want to be a millionaire. Why not? Right. Cause I can be right. Yes, you can.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> so course,
1: I want to be a millionaire. Um, so not to say that I would actually reach that goal this year, but I am working towards it. So everything else is to lead up to that. I want it, my within my company, they have something that's called crown club. Mm-hmm. Um, where you get additional perks and stuff like that for having team members. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanna get to Crown Club 100. Um, I do event planning. So I wanna be known as the best event planner within my, the New York, New Jersey area. So that vendors and people will you know, come out to my show. Um, I wanna be life of the party diamond access, which basically means that it's, it's basically by working your business and doing what you're supposed to do, the company gives you perks. Mm -hmm. um it's and it's a lot like you get free pieces of jewelry you get exclusive pieces of jewelry that's not available to everybody else because you you um reach this level and then um they have rewards that they give you um on top of what you already get every time you order so i want to get to diamond access i want to go to um um uh emp which is empower me pink tour um I want to go to Las Vegas. I want to get a house. I actually okay. So when I did this whole thing with the house, I actually looked up a floor plan, different floor plans, and so I have the actual layout of (laughs) what I want my house to look
0: like. You know, that is amazing.
1: I want to get a larger, and this is my vision board that I'm Mm -hmm. that I'm actually looking at. So I want to get a larger vehicle, a van, um, to be able to transport my my jewelry back and forth easier to my shows and everything, and I want to be able to, um you know, allow my kids to be involved in more extracurricular activities. So basically, as a whole, I just wanna grow as a person and I wanna grow my business and, you know, I just wanna help my kids to be more well-rounded.
0: Well, that's awesome. Sounds like you're on your way too. Now, you mentioned being a part of the group helped you out. So how has it been for you being a part of the Network for Women in Business?
1: Honestly, it has been excellent because, um, there is a lot of information that I did not know, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, of course the internet has a lot of, um, um, a wealth of information on it, but you have to know what you're, you're looking for. You can't find the information if you don't even know what you're looking for. So right. to be surrounded by a bunch of women who are in different um, um, fields of business or different areas of business and who have their own experience and able to share with you what worked for them or what it is that they're doing. Maybe it didn't necessarily work, but at least you know that you're not the only one that experienced that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really helped because, you know, outside of my, the, the paparazzi group that we have, it's like a more intimate thing. Like, so instead of, you know, talking to, um, these different groups and going to these meetings where you're meeting thousands or hundreds of people at one time, um, it puts us in a smaller setting where we can actually have a conversation on a weekly basis.
0: Right. Right. And to me,
1: that's priceless.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And that's, that's what I love about it too. And I mean, and I love the fact that it's just like it's open learning too. And Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, in working out somebody else's problem, your problem gets solved. So I love that about it too. So I I thank you for that. And, um, I wanted to know what words of advice, what you give someone as you know just like a, a words of encouragement for this year and how are you keeping yourself encouraged um so
1: i could start with how i keep myself encouraged um so i started <clears throat> it was like a, a internal thing first then external I had to work on me first, like, you know, really decide what it is that I wanted out of my, cause it's my life. You only get one of them Mm -hmm. and you know, I can't just because I'm a mother doesn't mean that I can't live. So what did I want out of life Then, what did I want for my kids? And then what was holding me from reaching those things? And so literally I had to remove a, a lot of obstacles out of my way and that, you know, whether that meant, um, um, it could have been external or it could have been internal because sometimes Mm -hmm. the people around you will keep you back. You know, not, not, not that they do some people it's intentionally and some people it's not. So basically it was clearing my circle. I needed to have positive people who are motivated and, and inspiring themselves to be around me so that I can help them and they can help me. Mm -hmm. Um, But every time now I'm at a place that every time I I, I go to do something and I'm fearful of it, it's like a sign to me to go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. Because everything up until this point in re- in relation to business that I was fearful of, once mm-hmm. I worked through it, it was like, the rewards was like, oh, you were scared of that? Like, you know, <laughs> I, like you was afraid to do that? Like, you know, right. I should have done it sooner. Right. So it's about being um, comfortable. We tend to stay, in the spaces that we are because we're comfortable mm-hmm. and sometimes and not even sometimes you have to it is important that you get out of your comfort zone get out of your own way whichever way you want to call it get out of your comfort zone in order to to grow
0: right so
1: you know it's for, for on a daily basis I um I have, I have a a couple of different things. I have, um, what do you call them? Uh, Affirmations. So I have a list of affirmations that sit on my, my cork board right above my computer desk. So I see it every day because I'm at my desk every day in the morning, but I actually write down affirmations also. Okay. So I do this five, five, five thing, which is basically for five days, I write down one affirmation 55 times. Wow. Um, And it's more so like, instead of repeating it to myself, like, you know, if I wanted to say, um, everything I do turns into success, instead of just repeating that 55 times, I'm writing it 55 times. Like, you know, these things have actually, you know, manifested themselves Mm -hmm. since I've started doing it. Um, the music that I listen to, the the, the programs that like, well, I don't really watch TV like that anymore unless it's something that's going to like, you know, uplift me. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm just very careful about what is in my space. What is in my space? If it's negative energy, then I need to pull away from it. So even if it's somebody that's telling me, you're doing too much. You know, you need to live life. You know money is not everything or you know whatever it is that somebody would tell you to get you off track that's not what i need to have around me so is for somebody else i would say you know look at your circle is your circle filled with people that's going to help to push you to the next level are they inspiring you are you motivated by them do you look at them and say okay you know what you know, that's something that I want to achieve. Or are they p- people that are, you know, in the si- same situation that you're in? You know, been in the same situation for however many years and they're unhappy with their situation and just don't know how to change it.
0: Wow. Wow. So it's all about, you know, your circle and, you know, just hanging around those right people, putting the right things in the universe, protecting your mindset. That's all pretty powerful Mm mm-hmm so tell everybody how they can get in contact with you well there's a couple of ways that you can get in
1: contact with me I'm on Facebook um I have a business page Tasha's Boutique of Treasures LLC but I also have my personal page which is just to Sean Blackshear so I go live on that page twice a week uh doing my show with the jury and then I do post um Um, pictures of jewelry up there. I also have a website where you could go directly to and um, purchase jewelry or look at the pieces that you have there. They have a showroom that you can create to find which category that you um, fit into as far as the jewelry styles. And it is www.paparazziaccessories.com forward slash 294752.
0: All right. So that's that's pretty awesome. So guys, there you have it. That's how you can get in contact with Tashaun Blackshear. She is amazing and she has an amazing business and you definitely should check her out and definitely check out her jewelry because it is one of our favorites. So, one last question, right? Mm-hmm. If anyone was thinking about becoming a member of the Network for Women in Business, what would you tell them to do
1: i would tell them to go ahead and join go ahead and join it's life-changing it is life-changing because um you can never get enough information in order to grow as a person and to grow your business and um like I said, the, the the group of people that you have around you is extremely important. So when you have other like-minded individuals that are trying to get to the next level, like you are just brainstorming ideas or whatever it is, but it's, it's a, um, it is an intimate setting that allows you to have that one-on-one interaction with different members in the group. Well, I mean, it's a group of us, but you know, we're all talking one at a time, I should say. So, I love it and I would definitely, and I am. As soon as you open, <laughs> I've already told people. I said, you know, they asked me, they're like, you know, I watched you when you started your business and I see, you know, things are so much different now and I love it. And I'm like, well, listen, you need to join this women's um, group that I'm in because it's just fabulous. And I went to the boot camp, you should have been there. <laughs>
0: Awesome! That is awesome, awesome, awesome. So, guys, there you have it. Tashawn Blackshear, Paparazzi Jewelry. She is amazing. She is fabulous. You definitely want to check her out on her website. Check her out on Facebook. She is on her way to millionaire status. Thank you, yes, thank you, has. thank you so much, Tashawn. Yes, it's hey, <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. So, thank you very much, lady. Thank you. Greetings and hello everyone, I am back with Tashaun Blackshear with Paparazzi Jewelry and we are doing the COVID update to this podcast episode and you heard earlier about how Tashan is doing really well with her paparazzi business and we just wanted to do a quick check-in with her to see how things were going in this new COVID environment. So how are you doing Tashan? I'm good. I'm good, Tony, How are you? I'm good. I'm hanging in there. Actually, I'm doing really well, you know, all things considered, right? Correct. Yeah. So we've been shut down now for quite a while, and I just wanted to find out how are you faring in this new COVID environment with your business?
1: Um, I'm actually doing pretty well. Um, I mean, I'm actually doing more than well. I mean, it's it's a lot of things that has happened in such a, a short period of, period of time, and of course, you know, we didn't um, expect this whole thing to happen, but um, I think me, uh, one of the things that helped me is all of the information and the knowledge that I was gaining prior to COVID happening. It was kind of, I mean, I didn't realize it at the time, but it was preparing me for a time as such as what's going on right now. So first I have to say, I I absolutely thank you um, for the women of networking and in business because um, we went over and we covered a lot of things and mainly about um, social media and um, targeting uh, specific audiences and how to get your your business out there on the different platforms that are available to us. When this whole thing happened, it was literally everything switched to to social media, and um so I had to go solely to where the people were at. Uh, I was doing vending events before, as you guys know, and you know that is non-existent right now. So I just um hustled up and and went on. To social media and just I was already on there but just started doing it more often and I gained a lot of customers um, so my customer base has expanded about three times more than it was before uh, my team I don't even know what the numbers were because I, I honestly don't remember I think I maybe had about I want to say uh, I had about six personally sponsored maybe at the time that we did our last call or it may have been four mm-hmm. um but i now have 12
0: wow so that's
1: that's pretty much what has been happening i mean sales have gone up um the very first month i noticed a huge jump from where i was at um you know at the beginning of the month versus the previous month it was like a 125 percent that my sales had gone up
0: so um I mean, I'm I'm doing pretty good. Wow, that's amazing. And that's that's good news to hear. And, you know, I'm glad you mentioned about, you know, the things that we were learning and the things that we cover in the network for women in business, because honestly, the platform itself and the way that everything is set up. And the fact that we have like recurring membership, it it truly has been a blessing in disguise. But I'm glad to hear that everything that you learned helped you to pivot during this COVID crisis. And that is truly the blessing in disguise. And I'm, I'm also happy to hear that business is good people are joining your business, people are buying your product. So that gives a lot of hope to a lot of people and help them. it helps them to understand that there is opportunity in this pandemic because a lot of people have lost hope during this COVID environment and you're definitely proving to them that there is hope even in a pandemic. So I thank you for that
1: if i could just say one more thing tony you know um i want to i mean i i've thanked you before but i really truly want to thank you for um you know having a hands-on experience like the small intimate groups that that we had had or have i should say um really allowed me to like hone in on certain things that i didn't even know that this whole journey for me has just been such an experience. I didn't even know that I was capable of a lot of things until um, you came up and put um, put up a bunch of ideas and a bunch of suggestions. And I'm like, you know, I know that you are like a network marketing guru, like the, one of the best, but I'm like, you know, I thought that the journey was a little bit different or whatever, but you were able to put some valuable feedback into um, things that I can actually implement in my business, like making that one degree shift and um, talking to people about the opportunity it actually worked because um my team wouldn't have grown without that and um i can say that i'm just truly blessed to be able to um do something that i actually love and interacting with the people
0: um we have fun but i'm really happy to hear that everything is going well i uh, i see you out there still doing your facebook lives and i'm just so proud And I'm just happy to, you know, have you in my circle of friends in the community. And I really appreciate you and all you do. So thank you. Thank you for allowing us to do this check-in. And thank you for giving us that valuable feedback. Thank you, Tony. I hope you got a lot out of this episode today with Tashaun. She was just amazing. For more episodes like this, make sure to subscribe so that you can continue to hear more episodes just like this one on the Network for Women in Business podcast. Take care and see you on the next episode.